Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Monday. It's KHON to go. Good morning and happy Tuesday. We have beautiful conditions for us as our live Zephyr Cam is showing. So if you're heading outdoors, make sure you're putting on the SPF. Definitely going to be a warm and sunny one. Taking a look at what we're tracking, there's an area of high pressure that's to the north of the state. And that's what's generating us our really solid trade wind flow, which is blowing up to about 20 miles an hour for today, keeping humidity levels low, keeping things comfortable, and pushing us a few trade showers. There is an upper level low that's just to the northeast of the state, or at in the upper atmosphere, cooler temperatures. So that's triggering some of the extra showers that we're expecting to be coming through for the windward areas. Although this morning, those are fairly limited, but shower activity expected to be trending higher in the overnight hours. But Thankfully, that area of high pressure keeping humidity levels very low and very comfortable. Now, this week is Hurricane Preparedness Week, and we actually have already had our first cyclone form. It was in the eastern Pacific, didn't make landfall, but we're now looking at post-cyclone Andres, and it didn't make landfall again. We didn't see any impacts from this, but it is a good reminder that we're just about three weeks away from the official start of hurricane season. The official forecast from the Central Pacific Hurricane Center yet to be released, but of course when that comes out, I'll let you know what we're expecting for the upcoming season. Again, in terms of rainfall, really not seeing too much. A few spotty showers moving through for the windward sections this morning, especially for Maui County. But even for what we're seeing, it's really on the lighter side, fairly sparse. And that's what we're anticipating in the coming days. Future satellite and radar through Thursday shows these nice dry conditions. But an upper level low, it looks like going to be approaching the state on Friday. We'll see exactly how close that gets to us. That will really determine just how much extra rainfall we'll see. But we are anticipating at least a boost in windward showers Friday through Sunday. Let's look your weather now. I'll send it on out to Surf News Network's Betty DiPolito, who has all you need to know. On, oh, Gary Keeley, who has all you need to know on the surf front. Hey, good morning, GQ. I love dropping in on Bonsai <laughs> Betty. Good morning, Kelly. It's three feet on the North Shore. It's a dropping swell. The country's going to go into a pretty small time zone here. And again, three feet this morning. Go now. Good conditions. Light trade winds, but they'll fill into a fresh pace from the east northeast tilt. Small craft advisories up from Pilolo Channel to the Big Island waters. Makaha's 1 to 2 plus, looking really nice. Great for snorkeling, too. Southern Shore's 1 to 2 with some bigger sets, trying to be 3 feet. A new south swell reinforces today. Diamond Head up to 3 feet. Sandy's in Makapu'u, 1 to 2 with 3 foot sets out there. An extremely low tide at 9 a.m., going to a big high tide at 4.30, feeling today's new moon. Sun will set 7 o'clock sharp and rise at 5.54 a.m. Here is today's Need to Know. The VAX squad bus will be distributing vaccines today at Campbell High School. Students and faculty can get the vaccine but must make an appointment. The bus will be visiting schools across Oahu in the coming weeks. Kauai's Rent and Utility Assistance Program is now accepting applications. Eligible residents can receive up to $4,500 per month for rent. Honolulu police are looking for Gregory Nottingham. He stole a laptop from a police vehicle in 2017 and is now wanted for failing to appear at a probation hearing. If you see him, call Crime Stoppers. And standby appointments for driver's license and ID renewals are now being offered at the Kapalama, Kapolei, and Ko'olau DMV locations. Service will only be offered if someone cancels or fails to show up for an appointment. 
Breaking news this morning as former UH football quarterback Colt Brennan has died at the age of 37 years old. Reports say Brennan was in a Southern California hospital where he was undergoing rehab when he was found unconscious. No other details have been released. But joining us now live by phone is attorney and longtime family friend Michael Green. Good morning to you. Thanks so much for joining us live. Yeah, it's. Uh... I got the phone call a little while ago, and uh, just uh, profound sadness. And and what do you know about the details surrounding his death? Well, you know, I, I just found out that he was in a hospital where he's in rehab, and, and then to find him like this, unconscious, and in, 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 in a hospital is just it's kind of mind-boggling. And of course, some of the facts will come out. If all of them come out, I'll be surprised. But you know, it's. Uh, I, I, the times I saw Colt, he'd come in with his dad or things we did together for interviews and then trying to get his life back together. I, the thing I remember the most was his announcement at the stadium in front of everyone that he's slapped the table and laughed and said, I'll be back for my next year, my senior year, which he didn't need to do. But, you know, he felt an absolute responsibility to the university, to certainly Coach Jones for bringing him here and, and the people of Hawaii who loved him. He was, he was us. And, and uh, unfortunately, after that, over the years, um, I, I met with him once or twice and his dad about trying to get some investments. But everything after that was kind of an omen about the car crash in the Big Island where he was sued, even though he was a passenger because he, he had money. That went nowhere. And then um, representing him from time to time when he was arrested for minor things. But... Um, the sadness, I mean, the sparkle that you see uh, in his eyes, that smile for everyone, slowly but surely over the years, it wasn't there. And the last time I saw him, uh, he could barely walk. I didn't realize he'd been in the hospital for so long. He was in the office with his dad. And he, as he walked into my office, he was, he could barely use his feet. I, I just, you know, uh, it just it's just really, really a sad day. And then, 37 years old. I mean, there's so many horrible things going around worldwide today and to people in Hawaii and pain and things they're experiencing. This is, you know, for so many years uh, of, of what he brought to it, to the people here and, and the pride to his family and friends. And then after that, the years of, of sadness and uh, deterioration of, of his Starting today, Hawaii residents can travel inter-island without getting tested for COVID if they've been vaccinated. Now, Santaveros joins us live from the airport with more of this new program and a familiar face. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christina Ross. That's right, we're joined by Lieutenant Governor Josh Green himself. Good morning, LG Josh Green. How's it going? It's going great. Happy to see you here at the airport. You've been talking to a lot of residents, which we'll get into in just a bit, but I want to ask you first, what are some of the positive changes we're going to see immediately with this new option? Well, it's made uh, travel a lot easier. I've talked to dozens of people here at the airport, and nine out of ten people have been able to very quickly just upload their card and travel without having to get the test. So we expect a lot more activity for inter-island travel, people seeing their grandparents, people going to work. It's a big um, improvement on the system. I thought it was going to be difficult. Turns out people are just, you know, they got their cards, they upload them, and then they're good to go. And as far as, you know, how long are we going to see this in effect for? 
Well, I'd like to see this go very smoothly for two weeks before we make any additional recommendations to the governor. But based on what I'm seeing now, it's very popular, it's very simple, and it saves people money. They don't have to pay that extra hundred bucks to travel. So I think that if it goes as well as we hope, we'll be able to expand it. The next step would likely be that our people who got vaccinated here will use their vaccination cards to travel back without having to do a pretest because they're immune. And then finally, once that works out well, mainland travelers, once we can verify their vaccinations, do it also. An important point, you have to finish the vaccinations, the both shots or the Johnson Johnson shot, have 14 days passed that you get your full immunity and then this card will work for you. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.